Welcome back to the Citizens Defending Freedom podcast. Coming up today, a Florida bill could let people vote without signature verification. Plus, Citizens Defending Freedom is raising awareness in Osceola County about a book that is available to students, which showcases a class full of students assassinating their teacher. And in another story, how the governor of Oklahoma defunded PBS two days after our press release. All of that ahead and more today on our show. But first, be sure to head to our website, citizensdefendingfreedom.com, and hit the subscribe button and to make sure you don't miss out on any of our content. How would you react if your local elected officials asked this person who made this video to open your city council meeting in prayer? After Christian church leaders in San Marcos, Texas, all declined offers to lead the San Marcos City Council invocation, a former satanic temple leader, Lanzifer Longinus, stepped up to open the meeting. Longinus, a self-avowed Satanist, Knight Templar, and former head for the Austin chapter of the Satanic Temple, publicly stated his support for people to sell their souls and enthusiastically celebrates International Blasphemy Day. Let us stand now unbowed and unfettered by arcane doctrines born of fearful mind in darkened times. Let us embrace the Luciferian impulse to eat of the tree of knowledge and dissipate our blissful and conforming delusions of old. Let us demand that individuals be judged for their concrete actions, not their fealty to arbitrary social norms and illusory categorizations. Let us reason our solutions with agnosticism in all things, holding fast only to that which is demonstrably true. Let us stand firm against any and all arbitrary authority that threatens the personal sovereignty of one or all. That which will not bend must break, and that which can be destroyed by truth should never be spared its demise. It is done. Hail Satan. This is absolutely outrageous. You mean to tell me they couldn't find a single Christian community member to open the meeting in prayer? Maybe next week the city council can get the Pastafarians from the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster to perform a seance. In other news, Florida's new election integrity bill, Senate Bill 7050, would mean the exact opposite of election integrity. But it somehow passed the House and the Senate and is now awaiting Governor Ron DeSantis' signature. This bill has major omissions that could easily make elections in Florida less secure and is lacking input from concerned Floridians. Citizens Defending Freedom volunteers combed through SB 7050 and found many glaring omissions. As a result, we're demanding that Governor DeSantis call a special legislative session to address these concerns before signing the bill into law. In addition to not requiring proper signature verification, the bill does not adequately require proof of citizenship for those seeking to be added to the voter rolls. Rather, the bill requires only a Florida driver's license or social security card in order to register to vote. For those over the age of 65, a neighborhood association ID would suffice. It is absolutely imperative that the bill must require further proof of citizenship via a U.S. passport, a naturalization document, or a birth certificate in order to prevent fraudulent voter applications. Plus, this bill also does not address or correct the issue of non-U.S. citizens who are already actively voting. The law further relaxes identification requirements for voters age 65 and older, which is a demographic who are regularly victimized by identity theft and commonly defrauded. 
There's also concerning language in the bill, which says that only officials and governmental entities can raise concern about voter roll inaccuracies and possible voter fraud. That means average citizens like you and I will be able to file a grievance. There is also concerning language in the bill which states that only officials and governmental entities can raise concerns about voter roll inaccuracies and possible voter fraud. That means average citizens like you and I will be unable to file a grievance. Another major issue with the bill is that this bill does not allow for the hand counting of ballots in the event of a discrepancy. Rather, ballots in Florida will be counted electronically, a process which has recently been called into question. Citizens Defending Freedom members have approached lawmakers with these concerns, as well as others, but only one Florida House representative filed an amendment to the bill with the proposed amendments. Those amendments were later withdrawn and were never heard on the House floor. Joining us today is Liz Suits, the election division leader for Polk County Citizens Defending Freedom. Liz, welcome. As someone who is deeply involved with election integrity, what are your three biggest issues within this bill? Uh, the first issue I have is that there are currently loopholes that allow non-U.S. citizens to vote. Uh, there are, there's no language in this bill that currently addresses those citizens, and they can continue voting in the next election. Secondly, um, there are citizens that can use non-government issued IDs to vote. So, for example, uh, some groups of people uh, can use a retirement center card, ID card, or a bank debit card, or a neighborhood association card in order to vote or to register to vote. And uh, thirdly, um, it also silences the voice of we the people with the certain language that's included in the bill. So in the past, uh, citizens could offer up information to the SOEs, um, to the supervisors of elections, that would give them information on on how to take someone that would take someone off of the voter rolls and the voter rolls is just a list of people who are eligible to vote and there are certain people on those voter rolls right now dead people that um, shouldn't obviously be voting and now that this specific language only lets official sources of information or governmental entities be the sources that inform the SOEs um, to, to remove those names. So that silences we the people. In a state that has been said to have such high election integrity, how did we get a bill like this? Um, this legislative session, there were special interest groups that took advantage of the fact that our governor um, wanted this, wanted to run for president, and this was considered a must-sign bill by legislators. So these special interest groups bent the ears of the legislators and got them to add these toxic things um, into the bill because they knew that nobody would um, push back on it because uh, this bill allows for the, the governor to, uh, re to not have to resign to run for, for office. So this is how it happened. And... Um, the laws had to be changed in order for that to happen, so the so a bill had to be presented. And in this bill, uh, we offered several. A team of people went to Tallahassee to offer several items to amend the this language, and uh, a representative did take those uh, suggestions and recommendations and filed amendments, ten of them, and they were 
uh, asked to actually withdraw them before it was even read on the House floor because this was such a important bill to get through to to be passed. What can citizens do to call on Governor DeSantis for a special session regarding this bill? Um, citizens need to email the governor's office. They need to call them. And also, I encourage citizens to reach out to the legislators that voted for this bill and put pressure there to ask them to um, reconsider this bill. And and if Governor, this the ball is in Governor DeSantis's court right now. He has the opportunity to take a special session and fix the problems in the bill and be a hero for election integrity and continue on the gold standard that we've had for election integrity in Florida and take um, take, act, take action on it and we can rally around him and support him um, or he can ignore the ignore the bill and it will automatically become law. Um, he also can veto the bill. So we encourage him to call a special session, fix the bill. There are ways that this bill can be fixed and it can be a gold standard bill. Thank you, Liz. Next up, the Osceola County School District acknowledged that a series of books available to children are suitable only for young adults, but they have refused to pull these books from school shelves. Members from Citizens Defending Freedom in Osceola County are challenging the appropriateness of Assassination Classroom, a sexually graphic and violent novel series in which students are tasked with killing their alien teacher. CDF has asked for the series to be removed from Liberty High School Library. In order for books to be deemed appropriate, they must be reviewed by the school library's media advisory committee. One of the questions the committee must answer regarding whether a book is appropriate or not is whether there is a preoccupation with sex, violence, cruelty, brutality, or aberrant behavior that would make this material inappropriate for children. The school library media advisory committee answered yes to that question Yet, ironically, the committee said the books will remain on shelves even after deciding that they were only suitable for young adults. In an email to school officials, Citizens Defending Freedom's Executive Director of Osceola County, Chris Fontenot, asked them why books that are suitable for young adults would be made available to high schoolers, most of whom are still children. For example, an illustration in one of the books depicts a group of students aiming guns at their teacher. Other depictions show students pointing weapons with captions such as, Get Ready and Fire. After failing to kill the teacher and after launching a firestorm of bullets, one student says, all those bullets and we missed, while two other students say we're assassins and our target is our teacher. Meanwhile, the books also contain sexually graphic imagery as well. Along with several references to breasts, female characters are shown wearing lingerie and bikinis, including one graphic with a photo zoomed in on breasts covered only by a small bra. The series also makes several references to pornographic magazines. Chris Fontenot was on Fox 35 this week. Let's take a look. It's just very questionable and just alarming considering the current climate that we're in in our country. And the books are about students who are being taught how to assassinate their their alien teacher and there's a, just a lot of violence and sexual depictions and just inappropriate content for students in high school. The books are downplayed a lot because they're considered to be fantasy that it's students assassinating a, an alien teacher. It does depict sexual graphic nature, sexual scenes and uh, it's just it's just not it's not appropriate. 
Finally, last week, Citizens Defending Freedom publicly called on the federal government to defund PBS over its curriculum that is designed to integrate homosexual, transsexual, and racist narratives into classrooms. Two days later, the governor of Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, waged his own war on the network. Fox News reported that Governor Stitt vetoed a bill last week that would have funded operations of the state's PBS station, Oklahoma Educational Television Authority, through 2026, and accused the station of indoctrinating young children. Earlier this year, PBS featured a drag queen who goes by the name of Little Miss Hot Mess, where he reads his children's book titled The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. How did PBS go from Mr. Rogers to Little Miss Hot Mess? While all of this may seem disheartening, it's important to remember that the most common command in the Bible is do not be afraid. That goes hand in hand with this week's inspiring scripture we want to leave you with before we go. Joshua 1.9, this is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you join us for next week's episode. As you can see, Citizens Defending Freedom is doing important work. Help us today in our fight to protect children and push back against these radical ideologies. Please visit citizensdefendingfreedom.com where you can learn more about our organization and generously contribute to our cause. Have a great day and make sure to like us on social media and tell your friends about the great things we're doing. God bless.